Hey everyone, this is Chris and Sandy Bent with the Chris and Sandy Show. We get up close and personal with some amazing guests throughout the entertainment industry. And today, like I say on every episode, we've got a great one for you. Who do we have? We have Sophie San Filippo with us today. She is a social media influencer and artist on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. Known for her viral POVs and acting videos across the internet, Sophie has a big personality and enjoys making videos and music for others. She has six singles out currently and has many new releases coming this summer. And we're excited to have her on the show. So yes. Welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. Thank you guys so much. It's definitely our pleasure, yes. like I said before. Um, so the last few years have been rough for a lot of people in entertainment. Mm -hmm. And I always like to talk about that first because we're still in the middle of it. I mean, right. it looks like we're at the other end of it, which is good. Yeah. <laughs> but how has all this affected you and what have you done kind of to kind of maneuver through it? Um, for me, I feel like it kind of helped in my advantage in a way just because I started social media when everything was closed or like at the beginning of like the pandemic and everything. Yeah. It was really hard with school and like to balance it. But right after the pan uh, the pandemic happened, you know, I was online. So I had so much more time to focus on social media and a lot more time to focus on music. So it did help me in a way. And I will say, like, I was one of the first people to start, like, doing point of views on TikTok. So oh, wow. I, I definitely got there earlier, which definitely also helped as well. So for people that don't know, tell people what um, point of the POVs are. Okay, so uh, POV is like a point of view. And it's basically kind of like your point of view. It's like an acting TikTok, I feel like. Like, I feel like so many people do dances that, you know, it's fun to switch it up. And I love, like acting and i always like make new characters like there's jake there's Brittany, and so like you know it's really fun to kind of come up with scenarios for my followers and supporters so looking forward to you being in a show one day uh... yes yeah. <laughs> i love acting it's so fun and what's great about, you know, in our time, of course, you didn't have all this technology, but you, now you got it. And it's and so many people are found because of TikTok, because of Instagram, because of Facebook and all that. So it's, it's a whole different world we live in. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's like with us, you know, we launched this show January of 2020. So a couple months before before it all happened. And I remember that as things were getting shut down, I was like, um, cause our original plan was maybe a hundred interviews first year yeah. and then everything gets shut down. I told Sandy, you know, this could be our time to shine because well, ever, all the people now have a reason to talk to us yes. as a brand new show. So we've reached out to a ton of people in 2020. And because of that, we end up doing over 300 interviews that year and we're over 500 now. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. That's a lot. <clears throat> it's our biggest month was 44 interviews. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We won't probably won't do that again. Probably not. That was <laughs> like 2020. Yeah. But yeah, we finally found a pattern now that kind yeah, of works, works you us. know, around one a day, five days a week or so. That that yeah. works for us. Just like I'm sure you found a pattern of what works for you within Definitely. your TikToks. Yeah, I feel like scheduling stuff is so important or like having like a posting schedule. Yeah. Yeah, with us, it's hard, you know, with the scheduling, you know, like, you know, a lot of people, they do a bunch of videos at once. Yeah. We can't do that because we're live. True. That's true, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now, granted, we are launching a new um, version of, on the, our show. It's probably yeah. a weekly thing, which we'll be recording this, um, mm -hmm. called Entertainment Horror Stories. 
Ooh, and, that sounds fun. And what we want people to do is kind of write in their horror story, whether you're an artist, an actor, you know, but everybody has that story yeah. that, you know, and we want to be able to read their story and we will do commentary on the story that we're reading. I love that idea. Wait, that's going to be so fun to watch. <clears throat> yeah. And, you know, since she's going to be the one reading it, she'll probably yes. read it firsthand. So mm-hmm. I, I'm going to react without knowing what's coming. Right. Blind so, reacting. Blind reacting. So, we, we, you know, there are other industries that do this, but I ain't seen anybody doing, doing it in entertainment. I was like, you know right. what? Let's do this. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea. <clears throat> I like that. So, you know, a lot of people see the glory in what you do, but they don't kind of see the grind, the sacrifice, mm-hmm. the tears, the struggles it takes to make it to the top in any industry within entertainment. And I know a lot of people kind of have this misconception that if you're a TikToker, or you're lazy, you're all this. But we both know that yeah. that is far from the truth, that y'all work mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about some of the sacrifices and struggles you've had to go through to get to even where you are today. Um, yeah, I feel like it's definitely like the behind the scenes is a thing that not that many people see, but I feel like I've definitely lost a lot of friends, not like lost a lot of friends, but I mean, there's been times I've had to choose like my work because it also does kind of become like a job once you start working with brands, once you start having a consistent schedule. So I've definitely, there's been times I've had to choose like what I'm doing over like hanging out with people and especially with like the year when everything was online it was kind of hard also to like you know be with my friends and stuff and go to school so definitely that but also like i've stayed up like all night like you know planning stuff like thinking of what i'm going to do next and you really just have to be consistent with it and it takes up a lot of time and that's something that people don't really see and i mean there's also a lot of pressure with it too like Sometimes you'll have to do stuff like buy a certain date, like for a company or something. And if you don't feel like put together, like you're going to have days like you feel tired and stuff. But if you stop posting, you know, like you, it's not really an option. Like you kind of have to be consistent. So definitely, I feel like that's something. And that's what people don't get, you know, especially once you start having sponsors and all that, and you're doing that, you know, it it becomes, like you said, your own job, your own business and all Mm -hmm. that. And, and, you know, to keep this thing going, it takes a certain amount of work and you can't, because again, as you know, within the social media world, if you're, you know, if you become irrelevant, you lose everything. Yeah, definitely. Like falling off, or I guess what some people call it is like, definitely like something you don't want to do. So you always have to be like, stay on the trends, like figure out like what's next, what's like on the for you page or like what does good what's viral so i feel like yeah that's definitely something that's important as well now a lot of people would ask when did you know you wanted to be in entertainment i always like to go deeper to that when did it click that entertainment could actually be a career for you i just i don't know i've always like loved talking and i love like singing and acting and like performing because i used to do competitive dance and cheer so like being on stage was always like so fun for me and i just like love being myself and like if people like enjoy my videos and like my videos make other people happy and like what I'm doing makes other people happy, like, and me, like that's the best, you know, I just love making people laugh and like, you know, like, especially now that like I've been at the mall and sometimes my like supporters will come up to me, like seeing them in person, like it really makes you feel like, like I'm just so grateful for everything that's happened. And like, it gives me a reason to keep going. So tell us that first time where you're walking somewhere and Mm -hmm. someone says, oh, you are 
Oh my gosh. It was like my first time. Well, I've been to LA like before that, but it was my first time in LA, like after the pandemic and everything. And I was at dinner with some of my social media friends and like, it was the same day. Like I just met them. Mm -hmm. Um, It was so fun. Like getting to see everybody like for the first time and in person and stuff and like meeting some of my idols. Like that was really cool. But somebody came up to me and they're like, Oh, like, I think I've seen your like point of views on TikTok. Like, can we get a picture? And I'm just like, oh, yeah, it was, it was so cool. And like, obviously, like I follow them and stuff. And we're like still friends. Like a lot of my supporters, like because I do live streams a lot too. Like I love going live because it gives you a chance to like guest your supporters and like talk to them. Like I'm friends with a lot of them. So it's really fun. And like, yeah. Was, you know, when you had that first person come up to you and recognize you, was that kind of a moment where you thought, oh, wow, this is working? Yeah, like it was just, I don't know, it just made it, it was such a cool experience. It's like so hard to explain. Like I was like, I mean, like it's just so cool that like people know who I am and like, you know, like it's just really like a cool experience. So outside of that experience, what are a couple wow moments that's, that's happened where you're like, wow, this happened? Um, It's a good one. Um, Okay, I, I will definitely say like the first time I went to LA after the pandemic, I went to the Wish House. I don't know if you guys... Um, have heard of that, but it's kind of like a content house. Um, but I went there to meet one of my friends. Well, now we're really close, but it was the first time we met and her name's Clementine, but I have been like following her for like a really long time. And I looked up to her and everything. So like meeting her in person and like, we just kind of clicked too. So it was just really cool to like, you know, meet one of like my idols and like now we're friends. So I think that was really cool. And then, okay, the second time, like a few other times I went to LA, I went to this Halloween party and like, oh my gosh, it was, I just, it was so cool because like they had people performing there, like other influencers that like I had looked up to, like they were performing there and it was just like, wow, like I'm really like in the Hollywood Hills right now, like watching like this person perform a song live. Like this is so cool. I'm just so grateful for it. But yeah, it was really cool. Love that. Now, a lot of people, they see you, but they don't see teams behind um, each of the people. In our opinion, teams never get the love they they deserve. And I don't care if you have a team of one or a team of 300 as Justin Bieber has. You know, a team is a team. And without the teams, you can't really do what you do. So take a few moments and tell us about the people that support you behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. I'm really grateful for my parents. They actually really do support me in what I do. And I know like a lot of parents might not be like that supportive, but I'm really grateful grateful that definitely my mom is so shout out to my mom um but also I have a few managers um that I work with so I'm really grateful for them as well they've brought me so many opportunities and like they're you know like we trust each other it's we work great together so I'm very grateful for that yeah (coughs) so you said several times with your mom and how much she supports you Uh Tell us a story, and you probably got a thousand of these, but tell us a story mm-hmm. to where she went above and beyond for your career. And you're like, wow, you know, she really gets this is my passion. Yeah. She says that every day. She's like, Sophie, I go above and beyond for you. Like every time like Mother's Day is coming up or something. Oh, which it is coming up. So got to get her a present. But I feel like, um, well, okay. So we, we have been like going to LA once or twice a month. And one time my mom, she had like an ear infection. She was like, you know, like kind of had a head cold and she literally still went there with me because she's like, okay, well, I'm not letting you go alone, which I feel like is really important because, you know, 
I'm still kind of young. And yeah, it was, I don't know, I was just really happy. And every time we do go to LA, it's really fun because I feel like me and my mom maybe weren't the closest, but you know, when we're in, well, now that we're doing this and we have to like stay together in a hotel room, we definitely bond a lot. And I'm just really thankful for that. And that's just always there for me, so. So what does she think about how much you've blown up on TikTok? Well, I don't know. I, she definitely really likes it. Like my parents aren't very strict, so they like social media, but I don't know. I just feel like I kind of like always knew, like I've been doing social media, like even before TikTok, I was doing Instagram for a while. So mm -hmm. I think since I was like 12. So I don't know. I feel like I kind of just expected it to like grow into something more. And so did she, but yeah, they definitely are very like, they know I have a good work, uh, work ethic and they're really proud of me. So. So what made you make that transition from Instagram to tick, to doing TikTok? Mm -hmm. Okay. Hmm. That's, a, that's a good one too. Okay. So <laughs> I actually started like on Instagram doing dance stuff because I used to do competitive dance, but that was like all I posted was like dance stuff. And mm -hmm. then it got to the point where I was kind of just like overwhelmed with like so much dance, like, because I was doing it so much and I was, I really wanted to break. So like TikTok was like kind of my escape. Like I would make really funny <laughs> videos and I was like, Oh, like other people think I'm funny. And like, it was just so fun. Like, especially when I first started like interacting with my fans, like, like, it's just like the best feeling ever, like being able to talk to them and stuff. And I feel like my TikTok started growing a lot. And I would post like so many times a day, especially because I was like home with the pandemic and everything that I don't know. It was just really fun. Like my favorite part, like everybody asks me, like literally is responding to comments. Like I love talking to my supporters and they'll like give me new ideas for like new characters and stuff. And it's so fun. So. Love that. You know, speaking mm -hmm. of teams, we have a third co-host or a little 10 yes, year old we that we allow to ask a few questions. So Sandy's going to go get him. Okay. Yeah. And we've got a um, three-year-old that when she gets older, she'll be plugged in the show too. Cause we keep oh, it all in the family. Yeah. I love that. I love that. You know, and so who knows? We could be creating something for them and don't even know it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so what's, you know, tell us a little bit about your music side. Yeah. Well, I've been doing like music for a long time. Like, I feel like I've always loved poetry and I've loved like English when I was at school. Like that was like the class I was most best in. Um, so I've definitely been writing songs for so long, but I really started focusing on music probably like last year. Like, oh, wow. Because it's always been like a thought in my head, but now it's like, oh, like I can figure out, I know how to produce beats now. Like I can look to go to a studio to record. So definitely I figured it out myself, but yes, there's a lot more room for improvement and more to come. So Love that. Hi. Hi, so Lisa, what's your favorite food? My favorite food, definitely like, hmm, I don't really know. I think smoothies. I love like mm. fresh stuff, but I guess it's also a drink. So probably like, I don't know. I want to say hummus too, but that's not really like a food. <laughs> Probably like sushi. I love sushi. Definitely. Uh, not about that what's one. What's yours? My favorite piece is pizza. Yes. Okay. Pizza is so good too. And he'd eat it all day long if we gave it to him. <laughs> <laughs> and he runs it off, so he's probably good, even if he did eat it all day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so what's your TV show? Hmm. Okay, right now, I feel like it changes all the time, but I've been obsessed with Victorious and Big Time Rush. Like, and, okay, I have so many, but yeah, I'm going to say Victorious. I love Nickelodeon. It's yours. Um, my favorite TV show is SpongeBob. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I remember watching that when I was younger. That's like the best show ever. So you know, talking about Nickelodeon, we had um, two of the people from Side Hustle come on. Oh, that's so awesome. I love that show. 
Now we haven't had the two girls come on yet. I've been trying, you know, but we had the dad of one and, um, and, um, what's his face? Oh, the jagged. The jag. Oh yeah. That's awesome. They were pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay, So what's favorite movie? Favorite movie is probably Mean Girls or Mission Impossible, which is funny because they're really different. But I'm so indecisive. Like, I can never just pick one, but I'm going to say Mean Girls if I had to. It's really funny. What's yours? My favorite movie is Minions. Oh, my gosh. Wait, like Despicable Me Minions? Uh Uh-huh. I love that. Oh, my gosh. There's favorites, Despicable Me, too. Yeah. That that one's the best. Wait, do you play Minion Rush? Like, I used to play that game all the time. Yeah, yeah, I do play Minion Rush. It's so fun. (laughs) It's so fun. Yeah. Bye. Thanks. Yes. So nice talking to you. Bye. He loves to be on the show. So um, if you could collab with anybody within your industry of TikTok, social media and all that, who would you want to collab with? And what kind of collaboration would you want to do? That is such a good question. Okay. I really want to say Emma Chamberlain. I have been watching Emma Chamberlain for so long. She's my favorite YouTuber and she's so funny. Like, I feel like we kind of have a lot of the same personalities. So I'd love to do like a YouTube video with her. And then like on the music side, I don't really know. I feel like the kid Leroy, like I love his music and okay. So I actually went to his private concert too, which was really cool when I was in LA and thanks to my mom, that's the story I forgot. Like she kind of like made me go because I was like, oh, it was a really long line, and I was like, maybe should we should like just come back or whatever. Like we don't know because it was a thing where you didn't know if you were gonna like get into the concert or not. But mm-hmm. we did, and I was like, okay, thank you, mom. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, definitely Kid Leroy, and I also got mom to meet knows best though. So nice. Yeah. Yes, mother always knows best. True. <clears throat> so, what's a song you've heard that you wish you wrote? Oh, that's a really good question. Okay. I feel like, I don't know, probably, oh, Taylor Swift. I really like Ready For It. That song is so good. Like, I love music and I feel like I listen to it like all the time. Like, you know what I mean? My day is not complete if I don't listen to music. But yeah, definitely that one. It's just like a really fun song to sing, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where do you want to be in five years? Five years? Definitely I'll be living in LA. Well, right now I'm in Chicago. Oh, wow. Which, like, people are like, oh, Chicago, but, like, I'm also in the suburbs, so it's, like, you know. But it's not L.A. Yes, for no, sure. it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Everything happens in L.A., and, like, that's what I love about it is, like, the opportunities are endless. Like, things are always happening. Mm-hmm. So, so, definitely in five years, I will be living in L.A., and I really want my whole family to come with me. So oh, wow. I think family mm-hmm. is really important. Um, but I will be going on tour, which I'm actually going on tour this summer, too, so I'm really excited for that. But I'll have an album out and definitely my social media platforms will be like, definitely I'll be growing them a million on Instagram and YouTube. And yeah, I'll be, that's my plan. Love that. Doing everything. You, you know, next year we're planning on moving out to Nashville. <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I've never been, but I've heard like, it's really fun. <clears throat> Yeah, we oh, we went last year for the first time, and we've we've already been five times since last year. Yes. Um, but we went the fir- very first time, and this is when we kind of knew this is where we're supposed to be. But it was mm-hmm. first night we were down on almost on Broadway. We were walking, and we're, we're in front of this little bar called Honky Tonk Central, and mm-hmm. one and the band member there, drummer, seen little Chris, and uh-huh. and tells someone go give him this drumstick. 
Yeah. So somebody comes out and cans little Chris yeah. that and said, that drummer wants you to have this. So we thought that was pretty cool, but mm -hmm. we didn't realize what was about to happen. So we walk across the street and we go to uh, walk across Broadway. We're in front of Dirk Bentley Row, mm -hmm. um, which is Dirk Bentley's place. And we're listening to the band play there from the sidewalk because down on Broadway, they have the bands play at the windows and the windows are open. So right. you can walk so by can and listen to music, music, whether you go mm -hmm. in the bar or not. And the lady singer looks down and sees him have a drumstick. So she jumps down and says, how would you like to play drums with us for one song? Wait, that is so cool. So they pull him yeah, through the window, through put the him windows. on stage, have him hit the drums while they play Summer of 69. Oh my gosh. Wait, that's and that was so our cool. first experience and his yes, first experience of Nashville. House, that's awesome. Wait, where are you guys now? Savannah, Georgia. Savannah, yeah. yeah. Nashville will be so fun. Oh my gosh. I really, I still need to go there. That looks awesome. I think I'm touring there, but I've oh, never been. Like, that is so cool, especially like. If you have a chance to uh, go there for a couple days when you're, if, if you're like in there for touring and stuff, try to add an, at least an extra day. There's a lot to see in Nashville. Oh, yes. Yeah. A lot to see. A lot to see, yeah. a lot to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's definitely a happy, it's, it's not LA, but it's got, it's its own LA. And, yeah, uh, I think it's, it's its own thing. You, yeah. have, you even have a lot of, um, even though it's not just country music like it used mm -hmm. to be, it's, all genres of music and now you get a lot of film that's coming into nashville too so it's becoming its own little la but for the south yeah that's awesome oh my gosh sounds so fun <clears throat> so let's look 15 years down the road and let's say you're a success on a grand scale whatever that looks like for you mm -hmm. you've made it what do you hope you never forget Definitely like all the time that I've put into everything because like there's been times where I'm like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to do this right now. Like I'm so tired, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know, like it's all going to be worth it. You know what I mean? And like every, every time like I'm working really hard or like if I'm tired or if I'm just like not having it, I'm like, you know what, like all this work is going to pay off because hard work always pays off. Um, so definitely, yeah, I will never forget all the like all nighters I pulled or like all the times like I've like sat there and brainstormed and like did this or that because it's all been worth it. So, yeah. We love mm -hmm. that. So mm -hmm. what are some sources of inspiration for you? Um, That's a really good question too. I feel like definitely I do have a lot of people that I look up to and idolize, like definitely Alyssa Violet, um, Charlie D'Amelio. Like I have a lot of idols. Oh, Ariana Grande for sure. But I definitely awesome. think, um, Honestly, like myself, like I just want to be the best version of myself that I can. So mm -hmm. like I'm always, you know, like I'm always just trying to see what's next, what I can do to like get here to here. And also my supporters, like every time I'm like, I'm not that close with that many people. So like every time I'm like, oh, like I feel like I don't like have anyone like I do. Like I have like a whole support system and all my supporters that I'm like so grateful for. And like I have a whole team that helps me and like I'm really grateful for that. So mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Yes. And what would you like for your legacy to be in entertainment? What would you like to be known and remembered for? That's a really good one, too. I just I love making people laugh. Like, I just want to bring positive energy to everybody I'm around and also my style, because I feel like I try really hard on my style. So. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs>
Yeah, and uh, if you could say anything to your fans and followers, what would you want to tell them? I just want to thank them so much because obviously I wouldn't be where I am without them. And I hope that, like, I make their day better by, like, making them laugh and everything. And I try to, like, talk to them as much as I can. And I go through all my comments and everything. So thank you guys so much for supporting me. As we start to close out here, this this question is kind of a two-part question. So the first part is, what advice would you give somebody who wants to do what you do? Um, definitely be consistent because there's going to be times where you feel like nothing's working or like you're not growing. But if you be consistent with it and do it every day and like just keep growing, like you definitely will. Um, and time goes faster than you think. And then also I would say like honestly just be yourself because if you like post on social media something that like you have to like – kind of try to be like you're, it's not going to be fun like you want to just be authentic and be you and be have like a big personality like be yourself and that will take you the most far definitely love that yeah. and the second part of that question is um since you started this at a young age all this yes. um what advice would you give that parent who has a child that wants to do what you do um definitely be supportive of them and there's been times like I get really overwhelmed, but like I feel like my mom has known now, like I like when she gives me space as well. But I feel like having a really good bond with your child would be the most important because if you guys, you're kind of like in it together, you know what I mean? So it's just really important that you guys trust each other and work well together and love each other. So yeah. I love that. So tell everybody yes. how they can find you. Um, you guys can find me. All of my socials are Sophie Sanfilippo on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok, also on Spotify. But yes. Love that. You know, we really enjoyed having you on the we show did. today. And we Thank look so forward to having you back down the road. Yes. That'd be awesome. We, we, we definitely look forward to that. Yes. So you have a great day. Thank Thanks you so much. much. Bye. Okay, bye. bye.